being here today. Last week I started a series, I don't know if that I really entitled the series, but basically looking at Old Testament characters. Last week we looked at Noah, who stood in faith. This week we're going to do a high level view of Abraham. Turn your attention to Genesis chapter 12, verse number 1. It'll be on the screen behind me. It says this, Now the Lord said to Abram, Go forth from your country and from your relatives and from your father's house to the land which I will show you. Go forth from your country, from your relatives, from your father's house to the land which I will show you. So today I'm going to preach for just a little while on stepping out in faith. Stepping out in faith. God bless you. You may be seated. I am, by most definitions, a risk taker. Do I have any risk takers in the house today? Anybody? A few people, risk takers, that you haven't seen an activity that you wouldn't try. Now, I'm a risk taker, but I do draw the line at a few things. I'm not sure that I'm going to jump out of an airplane with or without a parachute. Just not on, not on my list of things that I want to do, but, but when I was six years old, I, I had friends across the street from where I lived, and for some reason, we thought it was a good idea to climb up into the barn and to jump out of the barn and at six years old, I was like, man, cool, let's do it. At 51, not so much. Guaranteed that I'm going to break something or hurt something. But risk takers, there are people, they, they, they sometimes, risk takers are those who seek, they're adrenaline junkies. They like to do anything that will cause an adrenaline rush. Then there are others on the other end of the spectrum, they are security lovers. Any security lovers in the house? You want everything safe, and you don't want to take any risk, and you don't want to do anything that might get out of control or cause you to not have the final say in what's taking place. Sometimes people can do a false equation where they equate risk takers to people of faith. But faith and being a risk taker are not the same thing. To have faith in God is not the same thing as taking a risk and, and just seeing what's going to happen. So today we're going to look at a little bit about what is faith and what is stepping out specifically in faith and what does it look like. Why should we step out in faith? Is it important? Does it matter if we step out in faith? Does it matter if we just hold back and assume that everything is good and we're going to be safe and we're going to be calm and we're going to have everything under control. To answer these questions, I'm going to look at a high-level view of Abraham. Abraham, the father of the faithful, the father of those who would serve the God of the Old Testament and who would serve Jesus Christ. Abraham is first mentioned at the end of chapter 11. I'll read it to you. It says this, that Terah, his father, lived 70 years and became the father of Abram and Nahor and Haran. Now these are the records of the generations of Terah. Terah became the father of Abram and Nahor and Haran, and Haran became the father of Lot, and Haran died in the presence of his father Terah, 
in the land of his birth in Ur of the Chaldeans. Abraham, Abram and Nahor took wives for themselves. The name of Abraham or Abram's wife, you're going to notice I keep doing that. His name is later changed to Abraham. The name of Abram's wife was Sarah, and the name of Nahor's wife was Milcah, the daughter of Haran, the father of Milcah and Iscah. Sarai was barren. She had no child. Terah took Abram, his son, and Lot, the son of Haran, his grandson, and Sarai, his daughter-in-law, his son, Abram's wife, and they went out together from the Ur of the Chaldees in order to enter the land of Canaan. They went as far as Haran and settled there. The days of Terah were 205 years, and Terah died in Haran. It just tells this lineage. It tells a little bit about the backstory of who Abraham's father was and who his brothers were and his nephew Lot. And in the midst of just giving this genealogy, we had our text. Now the Lord said to Abram, Go forth from your country and from your relatives and from your father's house to the land which I will show you. Now imagine if you were living in a land that is full of idol worshipers and a land that is full of pagan people and out of the blue, a voice says, leave where you are, go to a land that I will show you. Pretty out there, pretty crazy, but that's exactly what Abraham did. He stepped out in faith. And so from Abraham's life, I want to give this high-level view of what does it mean to step out in faith. The first thing that you need to understand is this, is faith is a response, or stepping out in faith is a response to God's leading. That God is the one who will lead, or it's not stepping out in faith. If you're leading and you're making decisions, if you are a risk taker, hey, let's go try something, that's not faith. That could be an adrenaline rush or it could be very dumb for you to do something. But when God is leading, then faith is the response that we have to God's direction and the faith is the response that we have to God saying, do this or don't do that. Faith is not about foolishness. It is believing God. And ultimately, faith is this, it is believing that He is and that He is a rewarder of those who diligently seek Him. Faith is the substance of things hoped for, the evidence of things not seen. Faith is responding to the God of the universe. And so for Abraham, it is God of the universe speaking to him and saying, go to a land I will show you. Where is this land? You'll know when you get there. How far away is it? You just keep walking until I tell you to stop. What's going to be there when I get there? You'll see that God doesn't give him a whole lot of clarity. He just says, go. Leave where you are. Leave your land and leave your house and leave your father's house and go. And Abraham steps out in faith. But understand, it has to be directed by God or it's not faith. I've seen people, I've done this a long time. I've seen people and they will do all kinds of things and claim that it's faith. And it's really them. They want something, so they will take a risk. And they want to do this or that, and so they will take a risk. But faith is the response to God. And God speaks to us in various ways. He speaks to us through His Word. That God will tell us at times what it is He wants us to do solely through His Word. 
We get that through reading and listening to His Word and studying His Word. And, and the Bible says, love your neighbor. You don't need somebody else to go tell you that. You just do it because the Bible says it. So there are things that we do in faith because God says it through His Word. Not only does God speak through His Word, but He speaks through His people. And it could be pastors like me, or it could be fellow followers of Jesus, where God will just speak in a moment and say something, and you go, I know that's for me. I know that is God's leading, and I, I know that is God's direction. I could tell you, and I don't have time to tell you all the stories that I could tell you, but my wife, we were then, we were dating, we weren't even engaged, we were at a conference in Alexandria, Louisiana, and I had come from Kansas City, she was in St. Louis in college, and the college took a bus down, it's a religious conference, and so we were there together, and the day she was getting ready to leave, she was leaving Thursday morning, the conference ended Thursday night, I was leaving Friday, and so we were at a bookstore at the church there in Alexandria, and we're walking around looking at things to buy, and the dean of students walked up. I had met him. I knew who he was. Crystal, of course, it was her dean of students, and it wasn't very long in the conversation. He said, when are you coming to Gateway? I said, when God tells me to. Gateway was the Bible college that Crystal was at, and he looked at me, and he said, he just did. She gets on the bus, goes to St. Louis. The next day I get in the, on the van coming back to Kansas City. There was one thing I could think of the entire 12 hours we were in that van. God was calling me to go to Gateway. I didn't want to go to Gateway. When I get to Kansas City... We have a conversation. She's like, that's all I can think about. Now, she was already there. She was going one year, and then we were going to get married and go do something else. In fact, this is how God works. She had told God, I ain't ever going to Gateway. She probably didn't say that in the Louisiana vernacular that I did. She probably said, I'm, Lord, I'm not going to Gateway. I said, I ain't going. I said, I ain't going. <laughs> Two months later, we got engaged. Five months later, nine days after we got married, we moved back to St. Louis to go to Gateway. I ended up there 17 years at Gateway. It took me a long time to graduate. Well, after my third year, they hired me. God speaks through his people. I didn't hear a still, small voice. I just heard somebody say, this is what God is saying. And it changed the course of my life, and it changed the trajectory of not only my life, but Crystal's life and, and our kids. It changed everything. God speaks through His Word, but sometimes He just speaks to His people, and sometimes it's pastors, and sometimes it's other followers of Jesus. And then sometimes He does just speak by His Spirit. That God, just in a moment, can say something to you that He can impress. And it's probably not an audible voice, but He can whisper something. And you know that God is speaking. 
And you know that God is changing your direction. And you know that God is calling you to something more. 2016, I'm only on my first point still, but 2016, October General Conference. It's our annual, organiz- our annual organizations, a- organizational meeting there, and it varies. We were in Indianapolis this year. The location is, is varied. And I'm sitting in a service. Thursday night, making a lot of money at our our denomination's headquarters. Good retirement, it hasn't grown much, it grew and then it shrunk, it's about the same as when I left. And in that moment, sitting there, God said, it's time to go. It's time to plant a church. Wasn't any question. He just, he spoke. Sometimes he just speaks by his spirit and lets you know what he wants you to do. Faith is response to God's leading. It's not your desire. It's not just what you want to do, but it's when God leads and you answer that call and you're obedient to that and you step out in faith. It is always response to God's leading. Second reason why we should step out in faith is this. Disobedience is not an option. Disobedience is is not an option. Everything with God is related to faith. From beginning to end, it's all about faith and it's all about trusting Him. And our relationship with God is a matter of faith. From the moment you decide to follow Jesus until you get to heaven, it's all about faith and it is all about walking with Him and saying no is not an option. Abram could have said no, and had he said no, he would have died childless, and he would have died lost, and he would have died without anybody in this room ever hearing his name. That no kids would be named Abraham today if he had not obeyed. Disobedience is not an option. The Bible would say in in Romans 14 that anything that is not of faith is sin. He who doubts is condemned if he eats because his eating is not from faith, and whatever is not from faith is sin. You can choose to do a lot of different things, but when it comes down to it, obedience is the only real option. For Saul, the first king of Israel, he is choosing to disobey God. And when Samuel comes and he asks Saul, did you do what I told you to do? Did you kill everything and all the people you're supposed to kill? Oh, yes. And, Saul, and Samuel looks at him, then what then is the bleeding of the sheep and the lowing of the cattle that I hear? And so, oh, that, that, well, the people, they wanted to offer sacrifice. They wanted to worship God by killing the animals. So we kept all these animals and we're really going to kill them. And Samuel's response is this, obedience it's better than sacrifice. You can worship, you can, you can give, you can do all manner of things, but obedience is the only option. That when God speaks, disobedience is not an option. But listening to God and following God and stepping out in faith is the only answer that you have. And I could tell you another story, and I won't go into the details of it, but it suffice it to say, and I had a, a period in my life, and God had told me to do something, and I was resisting. I didn't want to do it. And in a moment of prayer, the church office, God let me know 
either do this, or in six months you won't be serving me. It wasn't that he was going to kick me out. He said, if I didn't do what I knew he was calling me to do, why would I do anything else? That if I refused to, to do what I, I knew that he was saying to do, then it would just be the next day something else that I decided to disobey him about. And something else I decided to turn from him about. Disobedience is not an option. Thirdly, blessings follow obedient faith. Blessings follow obedient faith. God made a declaration to Abraham. Chapter 12, he says this, I will make you a great nation. And I will bless you and make your name great and so you shall be a blessing. And I will bless those who bless you and the one who curses you I will curse. And in you all the families of the earth will be blessed. And ultimately, that particular passage there is talking about the Messiah that is going to come through the lineage of Abraham. In him, all the nations of the earth will be blessed. But, but God says to Abraham, if you do what I'm telling you, it's going to be for your benefit. There are blessings that come. You're going to do better if you follow me. You're going to do better if you step out in faith. And chapter 13, he would tell, the Bible would tell us that Abraham was very rich, the Bible says, very rich in livestock and silver and in gold, that God not only blessed him by having a lineage and making him a great nation, but he blessed him with financial things. And I'm not telling you that you follow God, you're going to get rich. That only works in North America, but most of the time, not even then. But I am telling you this, that if you follow him, you'll have everything you need. That if you seek first the kingdom of God and His righteousness, everything you need will be added to you. God further promised Abraham in chapter 15 when he reiterated his call. And he said, I'm going to give you an heir that comes forth from your own body. He shall be your heir. It doesn't mean we're trouble free though because God's going to bless us. Immediately after leaving Ur, there's a worldwide famine. Abram finds himself in Egypt. His wife is beautiful. He's worried about what the king is going to do. and So he lies and says she's his sister. It's not the last time he will do that. He has trouble, famine, and trouble with Lot, and Lot's herdsmen, other issues. I would tell you, while it doesn't mean we're trouble-free, but I would tell you this, that when we obey the voice of the Lord and we step out in faith that He will bless His people, He will bless us. We obey His Word and we obey the Gospel. Our lives will be changed. Destiny will be changed. Our eternal destiny and our earthly destiny will be changed when we step out and follow Jesus in faith. And lastly, as I hasten to a close, in answering the question, why should we step out in faith? Because additional steps of faith become easier. Abram, you're in Ur. Step out and go to this land that I'm going to show you. Once again, he doesn't know where he's going. He doesn't know what's going to be there. When he arrives, it's not the last time that he has to make a 
faith decision. It's not the last time he has to say, God, is this really you? Is this what I'm supposed to do? Are you really speaking? Genesis chapter 22, he has another decision to make. Bigger consequences, but an easier decision. The consequences are this, is God's telling him to offer the heir that I've given you. Offer this son of yours called Isaac, go and offer him as a sacrifice on the mountain. And you never see Abraham waver. You never see him go, I don't know if I want to do this. You never see him decide a wrestling with God. Are you sure that's you? Are you sure this is what I'm supposed to do? Am I mishearing you? But Abraham and Isaac, they journey to the mountain carrying the wood and carrying the fire. And Isaac, many scholars would say, is somewhere between 15 and 21 years of age. No doubt he's faster than Abraham. He could run away from Abraham. And as they make their way up the mountain, Isaac says to him, I I see the wood and I see the fire, but where's the sacrifice? Abraham doesn't hesitate. Abraham doesn't say, well, let me tell you all about it. He just says, God will provide. That when you step out in faith, the next time he speaks, it's easier to respond. The next time he asks you to do something, it's easier to respond. The converse is also true that when you don't do what he says, it's easier to resist. That the next time he asks, you don't wrestle with it. You don't have to wonder. You don't have to agonize. You just say, ah, I'm not sure I'm going to do that. And every time you say no, it becomes easier to say no. But every time you say yes, it becomes easier to say yes, and it doesn't matter the consequences, and it doesn't matter how big the challenge. One final piece of the story that I'll tell you, at least of my story, it was 1993, I was working for the United States Postal Service in Lee Summit, sitting on a platform on a midweek service, 21 years of age making good money, just sold my sports car to buy an SUV to pull the trailer that was going to carry all the toys I was going to buy, jet skis and a four-wheeler, and sitting there, my dad was teaching, I was sitting on this side of the platform, and he was teaching that Wednesday night, and it was so clear, it was almost audible as I heard God say, quit your job. And do outreach full time. I've told this story before, but I turned around to look who was behind me. It was that clear. There was no question for me that God was speaking. It took me three months to make the decision, talking to people and getting opinions. And people almost, well, only one exception. Everybody else I talked to 
God doesn't really want you to do that. He just wants to see if you're willing. In fact, probably more than one pointed to Genesis 22 and said, God didn't really want Abraham to offer Isaac. He just wanted to know he was willing. But one person said, if God said do it, you should do it. And I married her. Took me three months to make that decision, wrestling with God. And I already told you about what took place in that office that day that God said, if you don't do it, you're not going to serve me. But in 2016, when he said, leave your job and, and go plant a church, it wasn't even a question. The only question was, Lord, where am I going? It wasn't, should I do it? Should I listen? What do you think? It was just like, where am I going? Because when I quit my job the first time, I made a decision. I could take you to the place where I was driving, getting ready to pull up to a red light in Blue Springs, Missouri. And I said, God, if I have to ride a bicycle the rest of my life to do your will, that's what I'll do. That money's not an issue. Money's not, not the goal. So leaving a good salary and leaving a good retirement and leaving security and safety, that's not an issue. I'd already made a decision way back that I'm just going to follow him. That I'm going to step out in faith when he calls. And I would tell you that when we step out in faith, we step up to greater things. That when we step out in faith, God will respond to our faith and he will reward our faith and our obedience and he will change our future and he will change the future of our family and he will change the future of unseen multitude of people. That people we don't even know, their lives are going to be changed when we respond in faith and we step out in faith. And your life and my life has changed today because Abraham said yes. Because Abraham chose to step out in faith and to follow God. I believe it was Andy Andrews who wrote a book called The Butterfly Effect. And this book butterfly effect, what he, what he delineated and he made clear is this, is that, and he used science to do it, that butterflies in Australia, little tiny butterflies, not much to them, not much to their wings, and if you were standing there and they were fluttering, they'd have to be really close to you to feel the wind at all. But he said the butterfly effect is this, that when a butterfly beats its wings across the world, there is a chain reaction. It can lead to hurricanes and it can lead to tornadoes and it changes the weather because this little bitty thing has a great impact and a great effect. When you step out in faith, you have no idea what God will do and who will be changed and who will be impacted because we stepped out. We have some guests here today. They're here Belky's going to be getting baptized. Probably uh, September of 
2021, first time she joined us for service here. We had known Belkey since November of 2018. December of 2020, we were doing the Christmas store at Mission Southside, and she said to me, she said, I've been watching your services. And if you've watched our services, I mean, you know, we're a small church. I didn't even want to do live stream, but COVID forced it. I mean, who really wants to watch me out there? I don't want to watch me. She said, I've been watching your services, and we had a meeting with our site team a few months later. She said something about visiting our church. Gave her a card and he showed up in September 2021. She told me that for the last 10 or 11 years, every Sunday, every Sunday she worked, not able to go to church. She said, I finally decided I got to quit my job. I got to go to church. Where's the money coming from? God will provide. How are we going to make it? God will serve. God will provide. Her second visit, Sienja told me, Mom said, this is our forever church. December of that year, some more friends of ours we had known since November of 2018, they came to church for the first time sitting over there. Since Belky's been here, Lulu and Celestino and their family have come, and Angie and Rayleigh, they've been baptized. Since Belky's been here, she brought Josefina, who last May was filled with the baptism of the Holy Spirit. She's getting baptized today, too. One decision. God will provide, so I'm quitting my job so I can go to church. Taking a step of faith, what's going to happen? I don't know, but I'm going to trust God. God would want me in church, so I'm quitting my job to go to church. And not only those I've mentioned, but other family members. And at a meeting, Velke and I, was, we were at on Friday publicly broadcast. Edward, he's taking his Bible everywhere he goes. He's taking his Bible to school. He doesn't do that if Felky doesn't step out in faith. That Lulu and her family, they're not here today if Felky doesn't take a step of faith. And Josefina's not here today and Armando if Felky doesn't take a step of faith. What I would tell you is that when you step out in faith and do what God is calling you to do, it will change your destiny and it will change people around you that you can't even imagine that you can't foresee and you don't understand, it will change lives and it will change hearts. Would you stand together today and would you, just from your seat for just the first moment or two, would you just commit to the Lord right now? Lord, I'm going to commit to stepping out in faith whenever you call me to. And Lord, whenever you speak to me, I'm going to step out in faith. And 
God, I'm going to listen for your leading. I'm not going to hope you don't say anything to me, Lord, but I'm going to actively listen to your leading and say, God, I want to hear your voice and I want to step out in faith. I want to do what you've called me to do and I want to be what you've called me to be. Lord, I'm going to say yes to you whenever you call and I'm going to say yes to you whenever you lead me. Lord, I commit today to stepping out when you lead and when you call me. Yes, Lord.